till. A minute till you can start playing your music. You got your clock set? This is the day that the Lord has made. You will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We're just waiting to have church today. But actually, we've been having
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And just like if we were in the sanctuary on this morning, praise God, we start church on time. Hallelujah. Because we serve an on-time God. He's right now, ever ready, on time, and we love him today. We love him today. In these challenging times, amen, we've got to remember that God is God. And the only way that we can begin to understand and believe and hold on, praise God, is we have to praise him. Hallelujah. We have to praise him. Praise is what we do. Amen. We've been designed as a culture of people to praise God in the hard times, in the good times, in the best of times, in the worst of times, just praising God because praise is what we do. Praise is comely for the upright. And if you want to go through something, amen, and get out quick, amen, begin just to praise and magnify God. God is real today and we love him real today and we love him amen father we thank you for your love your kindness your tender sweet mercy more precious than silver or gold god we're looking to you you're the author and the finisher of our faith and god we believe you we trust you and have a and we believe you for a breakthrough today we come in a matchless name of jesus who's sweeter hallelujah than the honey and the honeycomb jesus our lord and savior who hung and died on the cross and shed his blood. And because of the blood of Jesus, we're covered today. We're covered today in the name of Jesus. We're praying for our families. Father God, we're praying for our children and our children's children. Father God, we know, amen, that even in this, you are still God. Father, if we find ourselves in the very bottom of the ocean deep, you're there. God, if we find ourselves, hallelujah, in the galaxies above, you're there. No matter where we find ourselves, you're always there. And matter of fact, God, as we've read in our word and we understand that, hallelujah, when people were imprisoned, thank you, Jesus, you were already there. God, we learned that even in the lion's den, you were already there. Even in the fiery furnace, you're already there. So in these times, in these trying times, Father, we understand that you are still here through this COVID-19. Hallelujah. We call, we call it out. You're there. You're there with us. We are your people. Hallelujah. We know your voice. We're the sheep of the pastor, sheep of the, in your pastor. And Father God, we hear you. We know you. Hallelujah. You are our shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we shall not want. That's what you wrote to us in Psalm 23 and 1. The Lord is huh? my shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. Hallelujah. We can call him Abba, our father, my father. Father, we're calling on you now in the precious name of Jesus to let your glory be revealed day in and day out. Let your glory be revealed. Father, those who call upon your name, Hallelujah. Those who call upon your name, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we're asking that you would meet the needs now. Meet the needs. Hallelujah. Father, we bind the spirit of panic, God, in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit, God, of uh, anything that would cause discomfort. And God, we're asking that you allow us comfort. Hallelujah. Comfort in our days. And God, we know. We know. And all things are working together for our good. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, God, for your kindness. 
Thank you, Father, for your tender, sweet mercy. And God, we're just asking now, hallelujah, for our extended families everywhere, our children and our children's children, we cannot say it enough. For our church body, in the name of Jesus, the greater harvest, we're thanking you for every member of God, every member of God. We're thanking you for the body of Christ as we pray for our leadership, God, understanding, God, that you are able you're able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or think. And we thank you, Father God, that there's power. Power in the name of Jesus. Joy in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. Deliverance in the name of Jesus. Everything, Father God, that we need or ever should want will be in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you today. We thank you today for being God all by yourself, being God all by yourself, for being God all by yourself. Use us, Father, as instruments of peace to be a living witness and a testimony. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And welcome to everyone. Amen. We're excited about this being the Lord's Day. We're excited about this being Sunday in the name of Jesus. And God, we're excited that we're not in the building today, but just to remind you, the church is not the building. Amen. This body, hallelujah, our bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost. God, live in me. Live in me, Jesus. Amen. You might want to have to say that a couple of times a day. Just live in me, Jesus, because if I provide, amen, a welcoming spirit, Amen. A spirit of obedience, praise God. A spirit that would just embrace God. Amen. For who he is. Amen. God will be living within me. And I'm excited about this being the Lord's day. God is giving us an opportunity to do church a different way. Somebody just say church a different way. Thank you, Jesus. Church a different way. So this church a different way, uh, it gives us an opportunity to really see Amen. Uh, how and what our relationship is with God. And through COVID-19, praise God, there's been a lot of information out there. Not a politician, not a scientist, not a medical doctor. I'm just a person who has a relationship with God and praise God. We need to make it. We need to make it, Greater Harvest. Body of Christ, we need to make it. And then in the making process, God, you know, we're just looking, we're just looking for all things being well. All things being well. So Greater Harvest, I know this is a little different for us, but here we are. Amen. And still being able to come together. The email was sent out, praise God, and you have an opportunity to meet. So you've seen our scheduling uh, for the week to come. And we're excited that God is going to do some amazing things. Amen. Some amazing things. Even in this time, we have been preaching about signs, wonders, and miracles. And if we look at our, if you look at our uh, vision for 2020, it's talking about prayer. Amen. But it does not forget the fact that in 1956, Genesis 8 and 22, that's where God established us and that's how we are yet moving. Hallelujah. Through seed, time, and harvest. Amen. We are in, through seed, time, and harvest, we're going to be persistent, hallelujah, in our prayer and constant in our faith. 
persistent in praying and constant in our faith. And in my heart, it resonates, praise God, because God allowed us <clears throat> to know that we were going to be in some trying times and some praying times. And so we're grateful and thankful for that. So uh, right now, amen, we're looking at a word from the Lord. And I'm excited today that God is good. And in our studies, amen, we've been up I just got to put in a plug for Bible study, praise God. Bible study, we're looking at Wednesday, amen. And we're going to be able to do something innovative. I'm believing God would bring it to pass, amen. Something that um, that we know that would be exciting for us. And so I'm believing God for that. Somebody say, help me say I'm better today than I was yesterday because we're still in the land of the living. Millions didn't make it, but we're one of the ones who did. And continue to follow all of that information out there. Washing your hands. Amen. The social distancing. You know, I'm reminded that, you know, society always comes up with a, a word to declare something. So we have this word social distancing when we know that as a body of Christ, uh, we hug and connect. But saints of the most high God, distance does not stop our connecting. Amen. Distance does not stop our connecting. And even as we see it now, our geographical location does not prohibit us coming together. So I'm excited about that and excited about knowing that God is great and God is good. I'm going to read, amen, from scriptures today, Malachi chapter, Malachi 6, not Malachi, I'm sorry, <laughs> Micah, hallelujah, I'm excited, Micah, the 6th chapter in verses 1 through 6, listen to what the Lord is saying, and this is the NIV, listen to what the Lord is saying, stand up and state your cause, hallelujah, against me, let the mountains and the hills be called to witness your your complaints. And now, O mountains, listen to the Lord's complaint. He has a case against his people. He will bring charges against Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? Answer me, for I brought you out of Egypt. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. How many of us have been brought out of Egypt? Let me go ahead and read here. I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. But, you know, I've got to just say that. How many of us have been brought out of Egypt time and time and time again? How many of us, amen, can look back on things that were strongholds? Amen. We, each and every one of us, has had strongholds one moment or another, and probably still have some strongholds for today. Got a lot of information to share. To share. I don't want to get stuck, and I don't want to get overly excited, amen, that I'm eating up my words in the process, but I'm going to start at verse 3 again, and I'm going to go all through. It says, oh, my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? Answer me, for I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. Don't you remember, my people, how King Balak and Moab tried to have you cursed, and now Balaam, son of Bor, blessed you instead? Mm -hmm. And remember your journey from Archaea Grove to Gilead? 
when I, the Lord, did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness. What can we bring to the Lord? Should we bring him burnt offerings? Should we bow before God most high with offerings of yearling calves? Should we offer him thousands of rams and ten thousands rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sin? Oh, no, people. The Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, praise God, and to walk humbly with your God. Hallelujah. Fear the Lord if you are wise. His voice calls to everyone in Jerusalem. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. What shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with treasures gained by cheating? What about the disgusting practice of measuring out grain with dishonest measures? How can I tolerate your merchants who use dishonest scales and weights. The rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence. Your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth. Therefore, I will wound you. I will bring you to ruin, hallelujah, for all your sins. You will eat but never have enough. Your younger, your hunger pains and emptiness will remain. And though you try to save your money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I will give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to amount to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but get no juice to make your wine. You keep only the laws of evil King Omai. You follow only the example of wicked King Ahab. Therefore, I will make an example of you, bringing you to complete ruin. You will be treated with, treated with contempt, praise God, mocked by all who see you. This is a testimony. This is a testimony today. Amen. A testimony of the witnesses to the heart of God. This is God sharing his heart. Amen. Through Micah. Amen. Micah, praise God, was there at a time. Just a simple man he was. Uh-huh. And what the scriptures point out in a sad way, what matters to God Although he's God and man, we see a little bit in the scripture or where some spiritual emotionalism may come in, praise God, where God is sharing with us. When we look at uh, Micah 6 and 8, <laughs> no, people, the Lord has told you what is good. Amen. The Lord has told you what is good. And this is what the Lord requires of you to do what is right. Hallelujah. To love Hallelujah. Mercy. Amen. And when we just look at it today, it's just messages, just justice, goodness, and mercy. Justice, goodness, and mercy. Justice, goodness, and mercy. When we began to display those attributes and when we began to, to treat one another with such, then we can walk 
humbly with our God. Amen. Scripture has told us to treat others as we would want to be treated. Amen. And what you sow, you're going to reap, praise God. So when we look at more information about it, we get to see our experience. Amen. We get to see some things and, and some things that are priorities with God. Although he is God and operates beyond human perspective, amen, emotionalism, and, and is beyond the human being thinking as being practical. You know, the thoughts of men, uh, uh, God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, God's thoughts are much higher than ours, amen. We don't think it's God, amen. We can't. So what we get to see, though, is plainly in scripture, God has no need, amen, to be practical because he's always perfect and he's always wise and he's always God. Yet we come to understand that even God has a certain type of emotion, amen, or divine desire, we'll call it. That is superior to emotionalism of us as human beings. God desires, amen, his preferences, amen, unique to himself. And these qualities are from time to time translated into human terms through messages that he sends to his people through this particular discourse of scripture coming through Micah, amen, coming through Micah, the prophet. Amen. It is important to understand that Micah is just a plain person and just important to understand as it relates to you and I, we're just plain ordinary people, but God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. So you must always try to live, hallelujah, justice, amen, and do good and show mercy as you're moving along. So it is important to understand that Micah is a is a plain person, amen. A single-minded person, praise God, who would desire, um, we would probably call him just the old, simple, plain, old country boy, praise God. He doesn't know uh, how to use big words or nothing like that. He's just plain and simple. And he's speaking to the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom. Uh, and, and, and when I read, I would think in my own mind, this is my own mind, that, you know, the northern kingdom uh, is a little more, a little farther away from God than the southern kingdom. But praise God, both the northern and the southern kingdom end up, you know, being the same way. He's plain in his communication, hallelujah, and simple. And that's the way he speaks to the people of, of Judea uh, communicating with God is saying like this, there was then, hallelujah, and it is right now, amen. There were some despicable things going on. We're talking about the sins. And these are the things that was going on in the Northern and the Southern Kingdom at the same time. So we're talking about fraud. We're talking about theft. We're talking about greed. We're talking about debauchery. debauchery. We're talking about oppression. We're talking about hypocrisy. We're talking about heresy. We're talking about injustice. We're talking about extortion. We're talking about lying. We're talking about murder. And we're talking about other offenses. And all of these things that were then in the northern and southern kingdom, amen, they're 
These things are happening now throughout our nation, hallelujah, in every city, praise God, and around the globe. These are things that are happening, praise God. We can identify with that. And this is why we have the word of God, so that we can study to show ourselves approved. The workman that needeth not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. We want to hear God's word, praise God, but not just head knowledge, amen. We want this word to actually get down in our hearts, because when this word gets down in our heart, amen, Amen. We can begin to change our behavior because the changing of behavior starts in the heart. So you have to keep in mind that Judah, that Judah was stubborn. Amen. And disobedient people. Well, what do we have today? Hallelujah. In the greatest nation in the world. So we say there is the spirit of, of, of stubbornness, praise God, and great disobedience. Amen. Hallelujah. They have seen good times and bad times in their history. And yes, you and I can testify that we have seen the best of times and the worst of times. Amen. I can't remember when. We all can remember when. But I'm going to tell you, just like in 9-11, praise God, once 9-11 came and the Twin Towers fell, life as we knew it changed. Amen. And the dynamics of, of after every natural disaster, amen, things change. And I'm letting you know today that COVID-19, uh, it has been said, I have heard that we're going to go back to business uh, April uh, time frame, uh, all I'm saying is we'll never be back the way that we were. Praise God. We're going to have to adopt, adjust, and overcome. And the only way we'll overcome is to be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. And the Word of God is going to keep us. The Word of God is going to hold us. The Word of God is going to help us to get through. Amen. Because we are have been a people, amen, and I'm not, I'm not going to be ethnic with it. We are a people who've been oppressed, and I'm talking about those people who have a relationship with God. You can categorize it any way you want to, but I'm just talking about people who want to live right, people who are consciousness of how they treat people, people who just want to see God, people who understand that life, uh, life can be more abundant right here and now if we live like God has taught us to live. And all we have to do is keep on believing and keep on holding on. Because if you take a quick glance over your shoulder and look back and see where God has brought us, brought you from, we can see, amen, that I've had some dark days and you've had some dark days, but now we're walking in the light. And I'm going to be honest with you, amen, this is challenging, but also exciting, praise God, because I used to be in the Greater Harvest Church, the physical building, 1144 Olive Avenue in the city of Long Beach. But right now, amen, the office in which God God has provided me this sanctuary in which I have, which I'm in, praise God. I thank God that he has given me now the opportunity to praise him in my home. And I've always said, praise God, that uh, my home, our home, your home, it should be a sanctuary, praise God. Yes, we have the church sanctuary, but where we live, amen, where we eat, amen, where our families congregate, it should be a sanctuary. There should be 
peace in the home. And in order for peace to be in the home, praise God, there've got to be some peace in God. And that's where we come, praise God, to understand that the scripture says, my peace, I leave you. My peace, I give you. Not as the world give, I give unto you. We've got to understand, and I've got to get back to this message here. We've got to understand that God gives us peace. Amen. In the midst of a storm, there is peace, praise God. In the midst of a storm, there is peace. When we are encaptured or surrounded by a storm, praise God, uh, there is the tornado, uh, there is the hurricane, hallelujah. I've been in typhoons, praise God, in Japan and and in Bermuda, praise God, and we have been trapped, uh, not trapped, but could not go outside due to weather. So this is not anything new, amen. This is something we've experienced, but in that, praise God, there is the eye of the storm. And saints of the most high God, we've got COVID-19, and we've got to allow God, amen, through the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, there's nothing that's surprising that God doesn't know about. We've got to allow God to move us into the eye of the storm of this COVID-19 and understand that God is a God of peace, amen, amen. But yet, this scripture here, what we're reading today, talks about the wrath of God, amen, when we are stubborn and disobedient. A few weeks ago, we talked about when God's cup is full, and we talked about the many chances that Israel got. Amen. Well, not the many, but the two chances, praise God. We know that they were in captivity for 430 years, and then we also knew that they were in captivity for another 70 years, praise God, and God brought out both times. And now, I just reel that around. Flip that coin over, looking back at my life, flip that coin over, looking back at your life, looking at the many times that God has delivered, hallelujah, us out of things, praise God. God delivering us out of things, amen. And I remember, amen, making a vow to the Lord. Yeah, we didn't know it then, but I know it now. I was making a vow to the Lord. And what was that? God, if you allow me to get out of this, I won't. I know all of us, we can throw both hands up and wave them in the air, amen, as we do care, praise God, and understand that now, amen, is a time to really, really, really be real in God and real for God. Saints of the Most High God, we're in coming into the last days, understanding that God is real. Let me get back on, on this, amen, so we could give you something to eat on later on. So in the best of times and in the worst of times, the leaders of these nations became corrupt and abusive to the poor and the elderly. Sounds like something I know. Justice, hallelujah, ill-served justice, amen. All different types of perversions were rampant, amen. Adulteries had seeped into the hearts of God's people and the leaders were personally, amen, profiting from greed and, you know, uh, all forms of corruption that that had so greatly displeased God. Uh-huh. And of course now Micah had frankly revealed to Judah how much God was grieved over their rampant ways of life. And saying to the most high God, we have got to amen 
personally take a hold of what we're doing. We got to personally take a hold of what we're saying because we are going to be held accountable for every idle word that comes out of our mouths. Hallelujah. We can speak life or we can speak death. And in these last and evil days, saints of the most high God, we've got to bring the good news. Amen. The gospel of love, the gospel of peace, the gospel of victory. Oh, you don't hear me. The gospel of healing. Hallelujah. The gospel of deliverance. Praise God. The gospel of destroying strongholds. Praise God. The gospel of miracles. Praise God. They're not going to hear it from anybody else. They're going to hear it from us because I am a living testimony. You are a living testimony. Continue to believe and trust in God and know that God is real. That's why this theme song, since we've been rebroadcasting, amen, Jesus is real, amen. Jesus is real to me. And I know in these last and, and evil few days that we've had, amen, he has become even more real. You know, the, 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 the people heard from the prophet Micah, and now they're trying to figure out what they're going to do about it, huh? Men and women of God, hallelujah. God is still speaking today. And I thank God today because we are excited that when we begin to look at things, amen, we see, glory to God, we see Hallelujah. We see that God is doing some things. Amen. Look where he brought us from. Out of darkness into light. Amen. And you've got to walk in the light of his love. You got to walk in the light of his healing. You got to walk in the light of his deliverance. Amen. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. Walking by faith and not by sight. If you have been praying for something and it hasn't happened yet, continue to walk by faith. Amen. Continue to walk by faith because, you know, uh, we have hope. We have a higher hope in Jesus Christ because he has picked us up out of places. Amen. Some of us live in homes, hallelujah, that we never thought we'd live in. Some of us are driving cars that we never thought we'd drive. Now, not I'm not saying those things to say that it's a measuring tool, amen, of being blessed. I'm only using them to say that despite of my shortcomings, despite of my disobedience, despite of us doing whatever we thought we were big enough to do, God still saw fit to deal with us justly. Amen. He still saw fit to deal with us from a place of wholesomeness and goodness. And definitely right now, he deals with us from a place of mercy. God is so good. And when we began to move forward, the seriousness of what is happening today, the seriousness of the things that Micah was sharing. Praise God, there are men and women all around the country, leaders and bishops and missionaries and evangelists and prophets and priests, and we can go up and down the spiritual, hallelujah, protocols. People are sharing the word of God. We've got to be careful, body of Christ. We've got to be very careful, body of Christ, because sometimes we may, hallelujah, we may begin to uh, try and measure up or weed out I'm not going to listen to this person. I'm not going to listen to that person. But we've got to be healed of those things. Praise God. This is a time, amen, that you should live and be forgiving as we have been forgiven. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We have got to live as we have been forgiven because 
I've been forgiven and the only way that I can walk in that forgiveness that God has blessed me with is I'm going to have to learn how to forgive. And we cannot walk around here with hardened hearts because we don't know from one day to the next what is going to happen. As we continue on with this message, amen, we've got to take the messengers of God seriously. And sometimes, as the Bible says, out of the mouths of babes, amen, there's a baby that's going to talk to you. And I just want to add something else to that, praise God, that mm, um, longevity is not necessarily a qualifying place, amen, that you know everything. Just because you've been here a little while, just because you've had some experiences, and yes, you are wise, praise God, but God has allowing some young people, hallelujah, uh, to be old, amen. He, God is using whomever making themselves available, and I thank and I praise God for it. We've got to be very careful, amen, of what is seeping into the lives of our young people, into the lives of our church. Uh, we're pushing, amen, in the northern kingdom, in the southern kingdom, uh, they were pushing their sins and they were ranting about uh, the maxims and testing to see how much they can get away with in their sinful habits. I don't know if uh, in this world today it's been a testing, praise God, but I know one thing, if we continue on this way, amen, a disregard for the word of God and saints of most high God, we have got to be careful because the scripture says judgment, hallelujah, will start at the house of God. So saints of God, we want to have clean hands and a clean heart. I want to wash my hands of of sin, praise God. Wash my hands of disobedience, praise God. Wash my hands of unforgiveness, praise God. Want to be able to walk and talk, amen, the way that Jesus did. Because of what I say and because of what you and I do, the world should be able to see the attributes of Jesus Christ. They should be able to identify with who we are and where we are, what's going on in our lives. You have to understand that Micah was one of several of the prophets who prophesied against the stubborn sins of the northern kingdom. He had warned the Israelites of God's displeasure with them, telling them that if they did not repent of their sins, God would send a destroyer from the north and deal with them. Hallelujah. And deal with them. And saints of the Most High God, we've got to look and we a few weeks ago, amen, we saw where the children of Israel were constantly being uh, put in position. No, the children of Israel made choices, hallelujah, that put them in positions, praise God, that God's love came to them, hallelujah. God's love came to them, hallelujah, uh, in the uh, example of raft, amen, because you see, we would not allow our children to constantly do something, amen, and we can do something, praise God. Uh, uh, let me be clear with that. We won't allow our children to do things that would harm them. And so when we look at the children of Israel and look at how God dealt with them in the past, God always dealt with them in a way, God always dealt with them in a way, praise God, where, where, where we could see that, um, where we could see that his love was being extended to them. 
Hallelujah. The love of God was being extended to the children of Israel because of the choices that they make. Amen. The choices that they made, rather. Amen. We saw God's firm hand. Amen. We're talking about the soft hand and of love. We're talking about that firm hand of love, too. And we as parents, we must have a firm hand of love for our children. Amen. Because we love them, we want them to live do right. Amen. And so we have that. So that's what I'm saying. Praise God. We see the firm hand of God, but the people in the Northern kingdom, they did not believe. Amen. They did not believe. And because they didn't believe, they didn't repent either. And sure enough, the Assyrians swooped down on them. Praise God taking them captive. Northern Israel never returned to their homeland again. Amen. They never returned to their homeland. And we can move forward, praise God, and we can see the fact that, amen, uh, Israel, uh, the Israel within itself, amen, never returned back to the homeland. Uh, and Jerusalem is not Jerusalem anymore. Where the temple was, amen, there's now a mosque there. Uh, so God has a way of continue showing his firmness because he wants us to make some adjustments as we live our lives. Northern Israel never returned to their homeland. Now, Southern Israel, Judea, has been behaving very similarly as their ancestors up north did years before. So Micah, as he had warned the Israelites, he's now trying to warn Judah that God would likewise visit them in judgment against their sins, hallelujah, of political justice and cooperation. Thank you, Jesus. Micah warns Judy, Judah, Judea, amen, that if they did not straighten up, God would call another destroyer from the north to swoop down upon them, hallelujah, exercise God's judgment upon them, hallelujah, and they didn't know that God was preparing uh -huh, Nebuchadnezzar to carry out his will of judgment against Judea. When Judea heard Micah's message, praise God, when Judea when Judea, when the people of Judea heard Micah's message, amen, they took it lightly, amen. They didn't hear. And so saints of God, when we begin to look at where we are today and what's going on, we can take God's message lightly. Hallelujah. Mm. First of all, I got to look at myself personally. If I am going to uh, adhere to the voice of God, amen, through the word of God, because if we know the word of God, amen, if we're familiar with the word of God, praise God, we can hear God speaking to us because God is going to speak to us through his word. And when God is speaking to us through his word, praise God, he's giving us guidance, praise God. He's giving us correction, praise God. He's allowing us to tap into his wisdom, Praise God. But we have got to interact in that fellowship and relationship with him. Saints of the Most High God, God is real on today. We're talking about justice, praise God. We're talking about goodness, praise God. And we're talking about mercy, 
Praise God. We as the body of Christ, we've got to begin to present that. Amen. In the gospel way, praise God. The good news way of justice. The good news way of goodness. The good news way of mercy. Continuing, amen. Allowing God to use our hands. Amen. Use our eyes to see. Praise God. Use our mouths to speak. Hallelujah. We've got to speak those things that are not as though they were. Because we are not like people who have no hope. We have hope, saints of the most high God. We <clears throat> have hope. Amen. And the hope that we have is knowing that Jesus is real. And knowing that he shed his blood on the cross and knowing that we are able, amen, to live this life. However, God has uh, brought us in. Oh, help me go, Ghost. That word life jumps out at me now. You see, we all have a life to live. Praise God. And life is going to take you somewhere. Are you willing and able to go where life is going to take you? Amen. Knowing that God is warning us. Amen. And he's warning us lightly now because it's going to get a little harder. Praise God. And the harder that it gets. Amen. The more that we have to pray. Prayer is our outlet. And when we begin to praise God and thank God, like the scripture says, amen. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Paul said, give thanks, amen, all the time, in everything, no matter where we are, we got to thank and praise God, because when you're thanking God, and when you're praising God, God will lift you up out of that place, amen, I have been in a place, hallelujah, been separated and isolated, oh, what are those words, separated and isolated, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, but separated and isolated and put in a place place, amen, where I can make contact with God, personal contact with God in a real way. That's what we need, amen, personal contract, personal, I'm sorry, contact with God so that we are that living testimony, amen, a living testimony, alive and knowing and believing and breathing that God is good. In this society, it's going to take prayer. In this society in which we live, we've got to be that mm, living epistle to be read of men. Amen. And how is it so? Saints of the Most High God, we've got to go out. Amen. Go out and share that good news. And sometimes the good news, the sharing process of the good news is not necessarily so much talking about it because talk is cheap. Amen. We've got to be that living example, that living epistle. Amen. That our lives can be looked into. Praise God. I'm so excited about God and who he is and what's happening today in our lives. And I know it sounds a little off. Amen. But we've got to be excited about some crazy things. Amen. Excuse me. And I use the word crazy lightly because these are some strange times. These are some strange times. And in order for us to keep on moving and keep on believing and keep on seeing God and believing God, we've got to grab hope. Amen. We've got to grab hope to the 
horns of the altar. Amen. You got to grab hope to the horns of the altar through prayer and sacrifices. Hallelujah. We have to make some sacrifices. What are those sacrifices that we have to make? I could go from A to Z, amen, and categorize some things, but what is important to for us to know today as individuals, amen, this church that we are, amen, this body, this temple of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will give us exactly what we need to do as sacrifices, and we cannot take it, amen, lightly, hallelujah, as the southern kingdom did, we have to take what the Holy Ghost is giving us and take e heed to that. And what, I, what am I saying? Well, if you know anything about God, if you have a relationship with God, then you ought to be able to God ought to be able to speak to you and you hear God. Amen. And when you hear God, you begin to move. And I praise and I thank God that God is moving in his last and evil days. Don't you think that God is asleep? You got to understand that we've got to connect to praise God. We've got to go praise God. We've got to serve praise God. We've got to grow praise God. And we've got to worship. We've got to be that church. And no matter where we are physically located, because I'll say it again, there is no geographical divide because we are connected in Christ Jesus. And God has allowed us these mediums, this platform of technology, praise God, to be able to stay connected. So saints of the Most High, God, do not be discouraged. Amen. God is not mocked. His word is true. Stand on the word of God because we have enough illustrations and many things going on in our lives. Praise God. You might feel that there's mountains on one side. You might feel there's mountains on the other side. You might see that the Red Sea of Challenges is in front of you. You might be able to hear and know, amen, that chariots of pressure, hallelujah, are coming up on you. But like Moses did, amen, we've got to stand still, stand on the word and see the salvation of God, knowing that God is real. Saints of the Most High God, we're praying that God blessed you. We're praying that God touched you. We're praying that God is moving in you and through you. And we'll be here again on Tuesday, praise God. And hopefully we'll be, not yes, hopefully and prayerfully, we'll be here on Wednesday, praise God. And we want to establish an exciting connection, amen, with you, amen, because we've got to connect We've got to go, we've got to serve, we've got to grow, and we've got to worship, trusting and believing in God, amen, understanding that God's word is real. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you, hallelujah, for your tender, sweet mercy, or more precious than silver or gold. God, we thank you today for the anointing, God. Heal today, God. Touch today, God. Encourage today, God. Move by your spirit today, God. Wherever we are, amen. Touch, move, and bless now in the name of Jesus. God, from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet, God, amen. Through very from our hearts to our souls, God, we're asking you to move by your spirit on today. God, as we go through this day, understanding that we cannot be weary in well-doing, for in due season, we're going to reap if we faint not. Thank you for reaping time. 
Thank you for harvesting time. Father, we want to not have our work be as hay and stubble, but we want our work, God, to be the good works. We want our work, God, to be the work that is that that is not burnt up. Hallelujah. That's going to be able to be there. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for kindred spirits on today. Thank you, Father God, for open hearts today. Thank you, Father God, for justice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for mercy. Now, God, now, God, somebody might need to pray for me. Ah, oh, pray with me. Hallelujah. And we can do that together. We can never do it enough. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Hallelujah. Forgive me of my sin. Hallelujah. Create within me a clean heart. Thank you, Jesus. And renew the right spirit within me. God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe him as your son. Amen. I believe him as my savior. I believe that he's making, uh, he's sitting at your right hand, interceding for me, interceding for us, interceding for this world. And Father God, we pray for our leaders right now everywhere. Uh, we pray, oh God, that you would insert, amen, you would give, amen, godly wisdom in the name of Jesus. God, even though they may not, some may not acknowledge you, praise God, you still, hallelujah, have the whole world in your hand. And we thank you for it, believing and trusting you every day, all day. God, you're great and greatly to be praised. God, this whole entire earth is yours. Amen. The earth is yours. Every person, everyone here, you know all about. Believe it or not, your word says, we believe. You've numbered every hair on our head. And even there's no hair on my head. You know that every follicle, praise God, that a root of hair could or would grow out. And God, you know, amen, everything that takes place the withering of a blade, a blade of grass, amen, a sparrow that loses his life. Father, for we know his eyes is on the sparrow and we know that you watch him and we thank you in Jesus' name. Greater harvest and all of you, God bless you and we thank God for this day in which you have made. And if you want to donate, praise God, follow the prompts in the website, God bless you this day. Enjoy your family and enjoy the Lord.